0: the logic of faith. Faith is logical. Atheists cannot comprehend this, not because of a limited intellectuality but because of the reality they are in. Atheists think reality is neutral. Secular reality is thought to be composed of matter out of which virtually anything can be made. One cannot be a fish and understand what it is like to live in a forest. If you think reality is physical, it is impossible to imagine what a logical reality is like. The most fundamental truth that can logically be arrived at is that truth exists. If truth exists, it is as an ideal. Truth is perfect and perfection or an illusion. There is no logical way to dispute the fact that truth exists unless the idea that something perfect exists is discarded. If truth exists there must be ideas and statements and beliefs that are not true. Just as there are statements that are true. The uncomfortable truth, or secularists, is that to even embrace this one truth is to enter the realm of metaphysics, a place that does not exist for atheists. The reality is that atheists cannot take the first step towards truth. Atheists cannot assume truth exists, despite not being able to claim it does not exist. To admit that truth exists does not seem a controversial topic. It is not that secularists do not think truth exists, it is that they are certain the line between truth and falsehood is in their hands. If we decide what the truth is, if truth is subjective, there is no truth. Truth as a relative concept is tantamount to claiming what is a lie is a truth. This is why there is a problem with the concept of synthetic truth. Synthetic statements are not true except in a contingent sense. Synthetic truths are statements that apply to a local condition, but they are not true in the analytical sense. A statement to be true cannot be a synthetic truth. All true statements are analytical statements. It might be more correct to say a synthetic statement is valid in a particular time and place. Either analytical statements exist or truth does not exist. However, secularists equate truth with synthetic credibility. The statement it is raining" is credible or not. Joe Biden won the presidential election sounds credible or it does not. We can increase the credibility of a claim, but we cannot prove it. A credible synthetic statement cannot be established as a fact. The possibility of doubt cannot be removed. God exists is considered by atheists to be a synthetic statement with a low credibility score. Therefore, Christians are mocked for believing God exists. If we do not believe in leprechauns, yeti, or Santa Claus, why believe God exists? But God exists is not a statement about physical reality. God exists is analytically true, not synthetically valid. God exists does not correlate with the experience of materialists. It is raining" is a synthetic statement that can be given credibility through observation but the truth of it is relative to the time and place of the observer. It is always raining somewhere at some time, and it is always not raining somewhere and at some time. Synthetic truths are observer-dependent. Truth cannot be subjective. Truth cannot depend on observers or observation. The observer is not God and cannot define what is true. We might see it as raining and claim it is raining, but this is a truth for us, not for those in other regions. This is why synthetic statements are contingent rather than analytical. Claims that God does not exist or that no God claim is valid means God claims lack credibility. But the credibility of the claim is grounded in subjective considerations. In the place and time where He is at, the atheist observes nothing equitable with God's existence. These claims made by secularists cannot be validated objectively. No experiment or mathematics can verify his claims because they are not objectively factual. They are opinions. Atheists claim they do not have faith, therefore, they do not believe, they know. But if they were this certain about something, their faith would be absolute absolute faith is impossible in a relativistic system it is not possible to trust our sense perception which is why science has developed the principle of replicability to validate scientific observations the scientific method is a process by which a particular cake of identical quality can be produced at will If the cake does not come out like the picture, either you did not follow the recipe as instructed or the recipe itself is flawed. Even so, without mathematics the claims of science are only contingently true. It is numbers that give precision to science, but quantities are not synthetic statements numbers are metaphysical and analytical. The number of degrees is not the temperature water boils. It is an abstraction that coincides with the observable phenomenon of water boiling. The numbers are not the event. Correlation is not causation, nor do they suggest equivalency. Mathematics permits analytical statements to be applied to observed events. Quantification abstracts some process and digitalizes it. Movement becomes a measure and weight is quantified. But we are not talking about the observation so much as what can be abstracted from the observation. We drive miles but the distance is the motion of tires spinning. A mile is a totally arbitrary measure. A mile or kilometer or pound or other measure could be any size. We arbitrarily chose how long the yard is. That it is close to the distance betwixt nose and thumb on an outstretched arm is convention. No one can empirically demonstrate that a yard or pound is the size it has been set at. We trust this measure because everyone else does. We have faith in the measure because it has been proven trustworthy. We have faith in our money because it has proved its worth. There is no evidence that money is what we think it is or has the value we believe it has, it is our faith in our money that gives it the value that it has. It is our trust in money that permits it to be thought of as money. Without trust, what do we have? What is left when we have removed faith from life? If we do not trust anyone or anything life is impossible, let alone civilization. We need to trust other people, we need to take them at their word. The problem is finding people who desire to be trusted, but we know we need to find them and to replicate their trustworthiness, to make community living possible. However, the question remains, how do we trust others and why ought we to trust them? The issue of necessity remains, but questions as to the technical process of determining who it is we can trust also remain. The untrustworthiness of people is an especially dire issue for young people and those who surf the net looking for friends. We cannot take people at their word. Criminal courts seek evidence, so do we, but we are not well equipped to discern how much a person can be trusted. Those of us who have friends and family may ask them to rate a person we have just met. But if it is someone we are attracted to, The opinion of other people may not matter much. But the opinion of family and friends has limited value. They are certainly not infallible, nor are we. Our opinion on others is not something to rely on, otherwise, we would not need the opinion of others. If others could infallibly judge the character of others, we all could, and no one would not err in their estimation of the character of other people. But no one is that good a judge of character. We can look at the problem of mass shootings as a case in point. How accurate are we in estimating the probability a mass shooting event will be executed by someone in our circle of family and friends? The rate of prediction is close to zero. It is hypothesized that by banning guns we can stop mass shootings. This is thought to be logical but fails for several reasons. It is physical impossible to eliminate all guns and prohibitively expensive. From a missions perspective, stopping mass shootings is not the objective. Stopping mass shootings attacks a symptom, not the disease. We need to target the source of crime to stop or at least systematically reduce crime. We cannot end crime by using government as a replacement for family and community. Taking away guns is akin to daddy taking away a child's cell phone. It stops a particular activity but does not do anything to address why the activity was chosen. To expect governments to deal with mental issues is to substitute the role of family and community with paid experts and the state. The state and family are not equivalent agents because they are not equally to be trusted. Children need someone he can trust. The child needs someone to model trustworthiness. This modeling must be done by his parents in a community of family and friends. It will not be provided by experts working for the state. Faith is logical because it is fundamental. If the child does not have someone they can trust, they cannot learn how to be trustworthy. Without faith we have nothing. If the child has no faith in the future and no one he or she can trust, what does he have to live for? The absence of faith is hate. The lower the faith, the greater the hate. The more betrayed the child the greater the loss of trust and the more persistent this modeling the stronger will grow the hate.